Okay, so Nana Lohr Engel is the Secretary General of the... Beato Elisabetta Mauri, which is a school for booksellers. Terrific. So, I've never heard of anything like this in the English-speaking world, so that's why I'm here, in hopes of you telling me what you teach people. Well, in fact, we teach them the basics. Okay, so what are the basics? Well, how to manage a bookstore. Make topics to the selection of books or the layout. Everything you need to know how to run a book, bookshop successfully, I would say. Okay, and so what's the secret to success then? What is it that they learn when they come here and then they leave? What do they, have they learned that they didn't know before? I'm very much concentrated to teach economic topics in order that you know how your business runs or works and what kind of result do you have. It's very important that the bookseller is aware of his business. Yeah, that's general. I want specifics if you can give them to me. You need to know about your costs, how much is your wages you pay, how much is your, um, your rent corresponding to your business. But these are things that are typical of any business, not, not book business. What's specific to the book business that's different? Well, it is different because you have many things to to do in, in, in a day, you know. You need to take care of your customers. You may need to try to make them comfortable that they want to come to your bookshop. How do you do that? You create a nice um, bookshop, you know. There can be different bookshops, you know maybe nice and tidy, some are more chaotic but also welcoming, so it's, there is no rule really. Everybody needs to make his own bookshop. Also regarding communication, how to, to deal with your social networks, um, what are the trends, um, you, you teach them and, and you do a group work and so they really get somehow trained and or they think about what they do right or where, they, where are their capacities. Very practical um, stuff really. But our school is a little bit different because the booksellers are coming to our school, they already work as booksellers. Okay. There is no real um, school from the beginning Whereas, in fact, if you become a bookseller in Germany, you need to go and get trained in a school at least for two years. And so that, that before crazy. they'll even let you set up, a, they meaning the government will let you set up a bookstore? There's a regulation? Um, in Germany, it's very important to require, you know, professional booksellers for your bookstores. Um, so it is, uh, you would call it probably apprenticeship. So you learn to become a bookseller, do that at least for two years. So you will either have like 16 hours at school in a week and the rest of the week you work in a bookshop. So you will get trained really in every single type of subject. That's what I'm trying so to get at. Will, 
Um, so you will have a complete training. Right. Whereas we here in Italy do a sort of learning and teaching for booksellers, but it's much more on the spot because usually our courses, they are like eight hours a day. So they're daily courses on different subjects. And then once a year, we have a specialization seminar in Venice, which is two and a half days. And then it is, there's a big um, congress conclusion day. It is actually in Italy, the most important event of the publishing industry. So we have around 500 people in Venice for the conference. Well, and next week, for example, we will do our fifth course um, in South Italy, this year in Rome. In autumn, we went to Bari, and before that, we went to Palermo. So we will have 30 um, independent booksellers from coming from South Italy. And for in these two days, we will especially talk about um, how to select books and how to select them in a also um, good business way. That's what I want to know. How would you do that? How, what would you teach them? Figures so that they really get an awareness of the market where they operate in. I see, okay. It depends really on your bookshop because in a way your bookshop is also extremely, you know, was a personal selection. Right, exactly. It's your personality. In bookshops in Italy, if you think about that we have about 900 um, bookshops which are belonging to chains and franchising. Yeah. And then you have another 1,500 bookshops which are independent and more or less below 100 square meters or between 100 and 300 square meters. So you really have to make the right choice. Yeah, exactly. Because you don't have much space. If you have an interesting selection, if your client comes in and it's looking, you know, at your chain square meter. You can, you know, there's some sort of language, a good um, selection made. Probably he will go out with five books, probably. Yeah. I've, so this is really what you need to, yeah, you need to be, you know, someone very curious, updated. You need to, yeah, you run your business with a lot of passion and a lot of work, I think. Yeah, I, I guess what I'm trying to get at is what do you teach? Well, I've already repeated myself, but if I was to take the, the program, the course, what would I learn? Like, what would you tell me specifically about how to set that table up in a way that's going to sell the most books? How am I going to do that? Well, I think you, if you get aware of certain numbers and figures, as you are talking to, you know, adult professionals, I think the most, if you're talking about selections, they get aware of what they can improve and what they might be already do the right way, but, you know, be more confident also about it. You know, and, and to be aware, for example, when you come back after a day going to school, if you come back to your bookshops and you just think, if I 
went in here and it wouldn't be my bookshop. Am I able to find something I'm looking for or, you know, very basic things. Or we just had a very nice um, day doing on social network and communication. And some people, you know, it's, it's something new what the bookseller needs to do as well. And there was a bookseller coming and he was just, you know, telling us how he is doing it. Right. And it was very interesting because this bookseller, he decided, okay, I'm ready now. I'm doing Instagram, especially Instagram and Facebook, because here in Italy still Facebook is very strong for bookselling. Okay. And, and Instagram, of course, as well. And he decided to take someone on because he said, I'm capable of doing it. Yeah. But probably if I'm doing it the right way, it will also turn into um, to, to turnover. And I think that was really interesting because he is doing it himself. He gets filmed. Oh, yes, okay. By the lady who is in charge of, of the communication for Instagram and Facebook. That's what they chose to do. Yeah. And he will make a very small video where he is doing his proposals. Maybe he will put two or three books inside. Yeah. And he will do it in a very quick way. So sometimes you need to watch it twice to understand, you know, to, to get all the information out. But it is made in a very personal, of course, clever way that you really want to get these books. And what is interesting, we are talking about a small independent bookshop in Milan, and it really works. Well, it's like so, he's hand selling you the book. Exactly. So that you can see yeah. the, the pitch. Also, topic of, of the of the course, for example, is not every bookseller is able to do it like this. Right, they're not and as outgoing. You mean, or for example, to go in front of the camera because yeah. they're not comfortable. Yeah. So, in the same way, we said, well, you can also do if you like, um, interesting things without being seen. Yeah. For example. And like what? If you if you put a nice selection, or I think the most important thing is if you are independent booksellers, is that you don't put like a best-selling book um, in in your communication because you know they get sold anyway. That's right. So what yeah. is very, um, I think it's important to, to choose something new for a customer or something yeah something unusual yeah curious you know? yeah you for example this small bookshop has um, three uh, windows and every time I walk past yeah. I, I have a look and often I, I would will walk in because, because of the interesting okay so, so of course you need to change your window and often and, and, and 
and think about something which makes sense. So yeah. I think that is very important that you somehow um, understand also your capabilities and possibilities. And sometimes even I think it is also important that the bookseller just um, is outside his bookshop for a day and stay in a class with different booksellers, yeah. which is very important. For example, in our school it's very important to have a coffee break and a lunch break because then you have also time to speak to each other. Yeah. So it's very, you know, very easy and <laughs> basic things. Well, if I think of, I think it's it's a very unique of course it's very unique and very beautiful um, school which we have since 40 years. Right here where this is it, right? Well, this is our offices, but the school is um, is not in this office, okay. we will um, we have our courses in Milano at the Triennale. It's a museum very close to us, which is very nice. Okay. Looking into the park, and for example, now in Rome, we will be hosted in a very nice publishing house with with thirty independent booksellers coming from South Italy. But the, what's the publishing house? The publishing house is Casa Editrice La Terza. It's a, it's a publishing house which we have a very good relation and they are hosting with pleasure our um, the booksellers. Yeah. booksellers which, which is helpful for them too, obviously, because the bookseller become familiar with things. There will be also um, an invitation to dinner yeah. by the publisher. Also, when we go to Venice, the seminar takes place every year at the Giorgio Cini Foundation. I don't know if you've ever been there. It's um, um, opposite San Marco Square, on um, Isola di San Giorgio Maggiore. It's this very nice island, which you can see on any painting. Okay, yeah. okay. So it sounds to me, well, first of all, personality seems to be key here. It's almost that the booksellers need to uh, emphasize and communicate their taste, their, you know, obviously their, their thoughts about which books are the most interesting books to read. Is that what you're trying to do is hone that? Very important to be always curious if you are a bookseller right. about things. But on one hand, they need to learn very basic rules on how to run a business regarding, you know, the right figures. So they have to be able to see trends or because you don't want them to go out of business. The idea is to keep them in business. Exactly. And it is very important that you have strong independent booksellers as um, strong book chains or a strong um, franchise. Yeah. So yeah. in the end, you know, the market is a composition of all these 
Mm -hmm. Little or bigger realities. So you use sort of you you show them what kind of figures they should be looking for to tell if they're going getting you know if things are getting better or worse. I mean, they, well, you you, need to, to, you have your fixed costs. How much is are your flexible costs or and how much does it cost to buy books and how much does it cost to return books especially return right as you know in Italy you have a return right yeah but, you know it's very costly to return books yeah just a uh, labor involved yeah. so it pays to to make a good choice to start with instead of ordering obviously stuff that doesn't exactly. sell Okay. So this is, how do you teach that though? You, you will see how much, for example, how many books you need to, to, to sell in a year to have a, you know, regarding on square meters on how many people are working in the shop. And how does that help them succeed then? Well, I think first of all, it helps every book shop, uh, bookseller to be aware in what kind of situation he is. Okay. And then, um, accordingly, you can, you know, adjust things. Okay. I think that's the actually most important, you know, start because otherwise you might not have such a happy business in the end. Yeah, yeah. And the margin of books yes, are so very tight. Yeah. Again, this is all common sense. I guess I'm just, I'm just trying to get at, well, unless of course, you know, a lot of these booksellers are, but they're, they're not maybe practical business minds. Is that what you're trying to get into them more than anything? I think a good run bookshop today mm. can be a really good and strong business. Yeah. But, but to be very careful and you need to understand um, how to run your business. Right. It is also, I think it's it's one of, I think it's my favorite, I myself, I'm a German bookseller right. and I was very lucky because I became a bookseller in Berlin, so I got trained in the school in Berlin. Okay. And I was so lucky to be sent to the school in Frankfurt, like a boarding school. Not when you were really young though. After school. You can either go to university or you can learn, make an apprenticeship you, to become, you know, either bookseller or electrician. So. You see, this is what's lacking in in English-speaking world, I was just interviewing someone uh, who's written a book in praise of good books stores, Jeff Deutsch. One of his goals is to, is to develop this idea of book selling being a profession. Mm. He's, he is uh, in charge of the Seminary Co-op bookstore in Chicago. It's mm. one of the great bookstores in America. But the model of book selling as a retail business is broken, he thinks. There's not enough money in it to allow people like him to become a professional bookseller. 
because the margins are so tight and he wants a different kind of model and it sounds like Germany has more of that or at least it's it's not just a retail business it sounds like no, it, it's um, in, in Germany, most of the booksellers are really trained booksellers. Right. So they, they, it is really a uh, profession. Yes. You do also an, an exam in the end. You get a certificate. Yeah. What you have in Germany for all professionals. So you get all trained. Yeah. And I think it's, I'm sure it's the right way. What is interesting, for example, I'm not sure if they already started, but I know that my uh, Spanish friends, they are going to build up a school for the industry. And they got very important funding from, from the Ministry of Culture. Very important figures. Yes, you see, that's the pro I think the problem in the States is that you wouldn't see necessarily the government funding something like that. But, uh, see, what I was trying to do today was come in here and get what you learn out uh, uh, by coming here and get the essence of how to be a good bookseller. But it's, you're not telling me that though. <laughs> so, are you suggesting that I have to, one would have to come in here, take the course, and then get the secrets? <laughs> yes, maybe that would be the better thing is to is to actually experience the course, hear what you have to say, and then we could do an interview about specifically what what you're teaching. Because as I say, it seems to me, yeah, sure, you need to know the business. You you need to learn how to communicate about books. You need to, uh, what, have training on how to convey your enthusiasm about books. And you need to know in, in what kind of market you are operating in. In which area, for example, yesterday evening I went to see the opening of a new bookshop in Milan. Uh -huh. And I'm sure that is a very clever bookshop because it's, it's very small. It's about 150 square meters, but it is on a on a corner of two very important roads in, 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 in Milan. What's it called? Libraccio. Libraccio. I'm going to visit it. They are specialized in school books as well. Okay. So they are an well, average book, bookstore, but with a selection of school books, because in, in Italy from the six year of school starting from the sixth year mm -hmm. you need to buy your books and oh directly from the bookstores okay but the teachers tell tell yeah. the students what to buy is it each school independent or is it the state so every teacher selects his books so of course there is a selection who do and um, it's not very uh, easy to operate in school books and they do it with, with a great success in for new school books and also used school books. This is how they started in the 70s. And they do sell also used books. There, for example, are a very nice independent um, chain in the north. What's the name of it again? Libraccio. I'm going to write and that down. They, 
during uh, September when all school books get sold, it's amazing. Long queues out of the bookshops and for them it's Christmas. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I just want to sort of wind, it, wind this down by suggesting that democracy and the betterment of society, these, these are concepts that are directly tied to the health and well-being of bookstores in a society. Is that one of the messages that you're bringing? Well, of course, you know, if we... Um, I think we need to take care of the reading society and in the same end we need to take care of the non-reading society. We should try to get some of the non-reading society, so it's not very easy to get the non-reading society, but... You mean to I try to, to interest them in books, you mean? That's your role, one of your roles? Yeah, of course. I think it is also even more important to concentrate on the reading society, so that you don't use them as well. Is it, it is shrinking, isn't it, or is it? Well, it is shrinking, and I think, you know, we have this always in mind, it's a big competitor. And it's easier for, for tyrants to manipulate the population, I suppose, if fewer people are reading a wide yeah, range of things. Big fortune to learn reading books then you're really safe in your life but sometimes you even stop reading books and then it is even you know a bigger fortune to come back to reading and never stop reading for your whole life how does it save your life then well in any situation you you, you will always find you know interesting things to read yeah. You know, in fact, um, for example, in Italy, with, of course, this is a very high number because we have also, there's also probably a 2,100 people of self-publishing in it. But today, for example, we will have like 1,250,000 titles available. So every bookseller in Italy could order and select... From, <laughs> from over a million. Yeah. Yes, so the selection is so important. Yeah, human being, it's so lovely to meet a good bookseller in your life. Someone who's well read, that's always interesting. Otherwise, if if you're not reading interesting things, you're not going to be an interesting person. (laughs) Right? And who wants to meet someone who's not interesting? Okay, um, I still haven't gotten really to the crux of what you might learn, uh, but you're not going to give that away. Uh, not today. Not today, but if you are a bookseller, or if you have an interest in, in the field, uh, then you're telling me you're giving, would give me the tools to, if not be successful, then to do a better job than I'm currently doing. Is there anything else that, uh, that you haven't said that will help a bookseller? And I've got a lot of booksellers who listen to the podcast. What can you tell them that will help them? 
vehicles or your customers. I think that is that it is lovely to come to your bookshop and that you would like to come back to you, this bookshop. I think that is really to be, you know, welcome or if you like also, you know, there are many particular types of customs. Sometimes they want to be recognized, some of them they prefer not. It's a very individual way of being and treating others, I think. Yeah, you have to read people yeah. very yeah. astutely, don't you? It's better to be a good bookseller instead of doing also other businesses like making coffee. Either you run a bar or you <laughs> be a bookseller. Wait a sec, I'm going to a bar bookstore called Verso. Well, of course, then there are specialized um, shops which work, but I think if you are an average bookshop, I think it's very hard to do to do both. Otherwise, you need to have someone who, who does it for you. You can't be the only one who is doing it all. In our independent bookshops, you need to be very um, careful what you are selling as non-book products, for example. Yeah. Because you need to be careful, you know, you need to have something well selected. Yeah, you, you can't have bed sheets. You say you were, uh, you're German. Uh, I was, uh, a couple of years ago, I was in uh, uh, Dussmann. Mm -hmm. And I was in the English, mm. every time I get a chance to say this, I, I've been to thousands of bookstores in the English-speaking world. And that's the best book, yeah. English bookstore I've ever been in in my life. That's amazing. And it's because of, well, lots of things that I, I did get uh, someone called John Owen to tell me about about what he had done in that store. But uh, it seemed like everywhere I turned, I was just excited by the title and the beautiful way it was illuminated. And I just loved it. And uh, I suppose that's what you're trying to get at here is, is, to, is to help these people impress a customer in, in the browsing experience that they might have. I think it, doesn't matter if a book is more expensive in a bookshop than online because if you have a good experience you are happy to take the book with you straight yeah. away well and you want to support who gave yeah. the people who gave you that experience and, I suppose. dealing with you know great people so otherwise you're dealing with your telephone that's right. So, and I think that's a, yeah, very big difference. Yeah, dealing with real people is, uh, is something that seems to be slipping away. And uh, that's a problem again for society. Exactly. Well, for me, it's one of my first values. Being able to deal in the flesh with real people. Yeah. I could have done this by uh, Zoom with you, but it's, this is way better. Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> to meet someone is much better. <laughs> I won't drag this on too much, but it's much better because of what? 
I'm still so old-fashioned. <laughs> I don't know where, where are we going, but I, I still enjoy it. And I see kids, they enjoy it to yeah. meet their friends. So I think probably there's a little bit of future <laughs> still. Well, thank you for uh, giving, giving us hope in the future. Yeah. Nana Luranger is the Secretary General of a bookseller school in Milan, Italy, where we are today. Thanks. In person. Real. In the real, in the real living world. world. Thanks again. Thank you.